Hello, everybody. Welcome back to A Certain Point of View in our weekly discussions of The Last of Us. Uh, thank you to everyone who is watching. Uh, welcome, welcome. We are here to discuss episode six, simply titled Kin. Uh, big, big episode. We got a uh, reunion that we've been looking forward to for quite a while. Um, and some changes from the video game that I'm very excited to get into with uh, the panel today. We have Molly, we have Brian, we have Alex. Uh, Jill will be joining us shortly. She is coming home from work. Uh, I think she said 5.07, so that should be in just a few minutes. Um, but let's see how everybody's doing today. Check in on everyone. Molly, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Uh, the weather's been better here recently, but like it was rainy today, so now it's just gross and sticky and humid outside, <laughs> and I am like Ugh. not having it. Like yeah. It is not even March yet. Like I can't deal with the spring weather yet. It's messing with me. Wait, so you'd rather have you'd rather have the winter weather than the spring weather? Did I hear that yes. right? Yeah, oh. because I mean we didn't have winter weather for that long. Just doesn't last mm. long here. Nah, I got it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got we got too much winter this year. Californians are like, get it out of here. We only need like a week of it unusual and it came like last like three months. It's been nonstop. So it's when it warms up here and gets humid, it's like you have to take a shower anytime. After you like you go for a walk outside, it's Oof. it's just bad. I am not envious of that at all. <laughs> uh, Brian, how about you, man? Camera settings are, are throwing you for a loop today, but you do. I'm okay? annoyed now because now I like genuinely like. <laughs> I feel like everyone's close, and then I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> like way back here now. Now I'm annoyed. I'll do this. Uh, no, you're fine. Me. No, I no. can zoom my no. I can zoom out, but everything past my frame. <laughs> Is no, like Molly, zoom back disaster, in. I think so. Uh, yeah, Jake, it'll make me feel better if you zoom back out, but only you. No, because my garage is like on the outside of the frame, so I'm not. No, uh, and I know what the floor looks like currently. Uh, it's full fine. of dog. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want <laughs> you to zoom back out. Um, yeah. Let's see. Good. I saw a fight today. <laughs> But I wasn't in it this time, so that was nice. That's just a it. spectator. Mm -hmm. It was on the other side of the campus, and I was like, I don't want to walk that far. I just shut my door and went back inside. <laughs> oh, pretend like I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's exactly what I did. But uh, yeah, other than that, chilling. Jake just ruined my day that it's about to rain for a week straight, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and it's his birthday tomorrow, though. It is. Yay. It is. Thank you. Thank you. You're Thank old. you. I'm not as old as you. That's okay. So. Not now, as you're old as us. now you're insulting them, also. <laughs> I'm, I'm the youngest on the panel. Where you? Uh, Alex, how about you? How how you doing today? All right. My my allergies have been acting up because of the changing weather. So if yeah. I I'll try not to cough into the microphone or slurp too much water. And if I have to get up and pee for the 80th time today, I'll just do that <laughs> quietly. Mm. That's where I that's where I'm going to leave if I just get up suddenly. It's you all slurping good. I, water has been like the <clears throat> that old couple in Parks and Rec where she has she, anything he does <sighs> annoys her. So like every time I hear him gulp water, I'm like, that's that's. If we want to talk oh, about gulping no. water, <laughs> here we go. Here I, we go. No. Yeah, we don't have to get into it, Brian. It's okay. It's okay. We, don't, we won't get into it. It's, it's, right. it's not me. It's my whole family. I've noticed it. <laughs> um, 
All right, well, let's get into it. We have an exciting episode to discuss today. A lot happened in this episode. Um, you know, we obviously saw the the reunion between Joel and Tommy, which is very exciting. Uh, we saw some cool action scenes. We saw some changes from the game. Uh, a completely different setting, a time jump. A lot happened from last week to this week. Uh, so I want to hear from everybody just quickly on what you thought of the episode. Alex, I'll go right back to you. What was your initial reaction to episode six? I liked it just like I like the whole show. Um, it, it seems to be living up to my thought that all of the odd numbered episodes are the great ones and the even number ones oh. are still like I, I, I still liked it a lot, but hmm. not as much as the odd ones for whatever reason. It's just like this one kind of was a bridge to something that I'm like, ooh, but we're going to get closer to what I know is coming. That means that nine, which is the finale, is going to be an absolute banger. If that's exactly. The case. So yeah. I love it. Hey, I'll, I'll stick with that. I'll stick with that. Uh, Brian, what about you? What did you think of the episode quickly? Uh, why do you have to say quickly to me? Uh, you can go on. I, I enjoyed it. I love Rutina Wesley. Uh, I've known her since the True Blood days. That's is that to- is that Tommy's wife? Yes. Or yeah. okay, okay. Um, and seeing her again made me very excited because she is someone that can act the hell out of a role, but doesn't get enough screen time. I hope we see more stuff. of her. I obviously oh, don't know I, what happens, so I hope we see. I more don't of either, her. but okay. I. I honestly, that's what I was most happy and excited about was seeing her because I'm like, yes, because she's if you've ever watched True Blood, she's fan freaking tastic. So good. So, yeah. Cool. And Molly. Uh, Yeah, I liked this episode. What I didn't appreciate was them start. Oh, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) My My hands aren't on anything. I don't know what, what's happening. Brian, you're I'm a mess today. Sitting, I, I'm literally <laughs> sitting here with my hands in my lap, and all of a sudden, Jake kicks me out. What is Brian, my hands I, I said my thoughts, and I'm gone. Bye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't appreciate them showing us that last bit from the last episode at the very beginning of this Yeah. One. I was what? like, why did we have to see that yeah. again? But I get yeah. the fact that it was because they were going to show that there was a big time jump, but I was just like not prepared for that to start the episode off um but yeah it was great to see joel just like light up and have an emotional such a, an emotional reaction to meeting back up with tommy but then after that you see his like slow progression into like right back to grumpy joel mm-hmm. <laughs> um and what's the town called i was trying to find the name of the jackson it's jackson, jackson. wyoming yeah Jackson, I I love that little town. It's it's such a cool area, and they seem like... better off now than they probably did when the world wasn't. Going I mean, to hell. they're communists. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. This is yeah. commune. We're communists. <laughs> like, no, it ain't like that. Yeah, it, it is like that. <laughs> uh, and I like. Lastly, quickly, I I liked that. Joel, even though he got grumpy again, he's still like in a place where he can show his emotion and tell Tommy how he feels. There's none of this like uber masculine BS where he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He's he's more open in this episode. 
Oh, I want to get to that scene because that that scene later on in the episode was probably the best moment in the episode for me. Um, yeah, I, I liked the episode a lot. I thought it was very cool to see just a very different setting. Um, you know, the first five episodes has very been city driven, right? They're they're inside the walls of of major cities, and now we're kind of out in the open and we're seeing a different environment in this world. Um, and the time jump is very interesting, and you know, just to see that they've been traveling for that long. And it finally took, they finally got there and what they kind of been through. Um, the survival stuff with Joel and Ellie is very interesting as well. Uh, and kind of what she's learning and how she's coping with it and everything. So uh, I thought it was a very strong episode, but I, I am after Alex said it, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, that's very true. Odd number of episodes have kind of been the ones that you look out for. And then the, the it's like the evens are almost the storage of everyone setting everything up. So I'm looking forward to what's coming in these next three. Um, so, like the episode uh, Molly mentioned already, uh, we started off with a little bit of a flashback of the previous episode because of the time jump. But the biggest moment that happens at the beginning of the episode is meeting of the old couple uh, who is just isolated out in the, out in the wilderness, kind of living their life. Um, Joel gets some information from them. Uh, I don't have the actor's name off the top of my head, but I love seeing him. He's in so much stuff over like Twilight. everything. Is he from Twilight? Is that what he's from? Um, he's from I know Twilight. he's in a lot of other stuff, but he's. Uh, uh... The one that has a heart attack, Molly, in the woods. Wait, who are we talking about? In uh, the older couple in the beginning of this episode, the gentleman. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were hilarious. Yeah, they, they were great. She, she was. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's it's a very small meeting, obviously, but uh, it, it obviously had a little bit of importance, kind of setting them up about um, this people who are killing people the river of death this whole thing um i don't know if that's is that a part of the game at all are these characters that we met in the game or is that just something for this story that was just for this story yeah they're not part of the game at all it's very similar otherwise like the jump from uh summer and what happens with henry and sam and then you just jump all the way to jackson almost and you're you're basically approaching that hydroelectric hydroelectric dam Oh, so you don't actually like so there's an actual jump in the game. Yep. Oh, okay. This is where I started to remember the game from when you were playing it. Because you played the first one live, right? Mm-mm. At some point on nope. Oh, someone <laughs> did. I was like, how did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who it was then. Someone's I watched stream because I immediately recognized the dam and went, oh, I remember that. And then later on, the monkeys also, I was like, oh, I remember that too. So whatever bit of the story I know, <laughs> it's like, I know this part. So I was like, oh, 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 oh. Because I remember someone constantly dying at the dam. I, I remember that. I've had other people say that they thought that you streamed it, Alex. So like... Did yeah. we do that on Twitch, like at the very beginning of lockdown? Maybe <laughs> and just don't remember it. <laughs> I because I didn't think we did either, but enough people have been like, "Didn't you stream it?" I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we did that in our sleep. Um, well, I mean, he does turn on his streams without being there, so I just <laughs> without him. <laughs> Having uh, one time, <laughs> so uh, not not a ton happened before we got to. Uh, Jackson, but I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on how we saw the different kind of relationship that even just from last episode to this episode, because of the time jump, 
you can tell that Joel and Ellie are just much more comfortable with each other. And, you know, they obviously spend three months traveling the country. Um, specifically that scene of Joel falling asleep and him waking up to Ellie standing watch and her basically saying, you've told me this and this and this. Yes, I did it. I know what I'm doing, etc." cetera. Uh, how does everyone feel about how they are now compared to where they have been just because of the time jump? I really liked the their discussion of what are you going to do after all of this or what would you do if the world got fixed and her talking about space is a something from the game but b i like the way they built on it and her naming her favorite astronaut or not actually i should say she doesn't name she says guess and he guesses correctly so (laughs) it's just like a fun little way to show that yeah he he does know her pretty well if he knows if he can guess her favorite astronaut so the astronaut stuff is part of the game then. Her, her she does say that she wants to she wishes she could be an astronaut. That's cool. what she would have wanted to be if she were a normal kid in a normal life. Yeah. Could we all okay. at some point. <laughs> uh I I love their the progression of their relationship and it shows that Joel is learning a lot about her but she's also learning enough about Joel and learning about like taking watch and using the gun and like she's learning how to survive, which is going to mm-hmm. be helpful in the coming episodes. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. I mean, they're the best part of the show, right? I mean, they ha- they've got to be that's they're literally the show. So I'm <laughs> glad the chemistry between them is just always spectacular and I love the sassiness between the two of them. That's the best part. Just the snide little like comment. And she has the mouth of a dirty old sailor. Uh, So yeah, Uh, they're great. I love it. And she always Um, has a gun. Like I always feel like she's the more dangerous, like ready to just be like, I'm going to shoot you like right now. I don't even, I'm not gonna even think about it. And so Joel's always still kind of like, like just a little bit. She is only 14. You know, she's still learning uh, at least what Joel wants her to learn. So, Um, okay. So before we get to the dam and everything in Jackson, I do got to ask you guys, did you guys, when you first watched it, did you recognize the camera crew in the bridge shot? I saw that on TikTok today. Oh no. (laughs) Wait, so in, so if you search it there, so when they're crossing the bridge and there's a bird's eye view of the camera shot, the crew is in the left-hand corner of the shot. It's <laughs> really, really small. It's very faint. Like, of course, if you zoom in, you're going to see it. But the camera crew is on the left-hand side, which it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's 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 a quick shot. But if we learn anything from Game of Thrones, like HBO yeah. is known for leaving stuff in shows. So whatever, I was going to say, you know? it's not an HBO show unless you find a little quirky <laughs> thing like that. You got to find the Starbucks yeah. cup. They should just <laughs> yes. put one in every show. Exactly, exactly. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, let's let's just jump into Jackson because this is obviously a big part of of what I'm guessing is the show overall, not just this season, but hopefully in the future, because it seems like it can kind of to me, again, coming from a non-game player, it feels like it can be a central location in whatever the game is gonna be happening now that they've kind of reached the point of getting to where they want to be. Um it was very cool learning about how the how the town kind of put itself together. And we obviously see that uh, I love that line of like, even though you have a bad reputation, doesn't mean you're bad just because they're protecting themselves. Doesn't mean that they are bad people to, to you know themselves or anybody else. Um, you can see I, him. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> um, 
But I, I thought it was a really great introduction to not just Tommy and his wife, but the entire community. It felt very like um, when The Walking Dead was really good at creating that type of community. It was a really good kind of like showing point of like Alexandra when we going back to The Walking Dead or when they had a community inside the prison or the governor's town or whatever it is. Um, I thought yeah, it was just a really you- cool introduction. Did you very much get like the governor? And, yeah, like, I got the governor's the, the prison. Like, yeah, very much was yeah. like, oh, this feels very much like The Walking Dead when they're in yeah. town. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, before I let you guys answer, our fifth member is finally here. She is making her appearance. Miss Jill. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Hello, Jill. Hello. Traffic was traffic la no you're good you're good um i just asked the question about so we're, i just posed the question about the introduction of jackson and the town and everything so we're getting everyone's opinion on this molly if you want to start and then we'll kind of just you know go from there what did you think about everything with jackson as as it got introduced in the show woodbury that's what it was called <laughs> i i liked it a lot it's it's interesting to see joel's kind of reaction as they're going through giving him the tour he he ha- he's like really hesitant to mm-hmm. be excited about all this because it seems too good to be true and he's also like i imagine he's thinking like man tommy's been living it up over here getting married <laughs> watching movies like having a good old time and i've been roughing it with this kid in the woods <laughs> uh but yeah the, the town is really cool and i like that they went to the links to explain like yeah how the dam is powering everything Mm -hmm. and like they even go to like some of their go into some of their plans for the future of the town and how like everybody kind of shares ownership of of different things so it's it was it was cool to see all that uh and it has a lot of potential to set stuff up for future seasons if we were to go back to this town yeah or absolute disaster one way or the other because it is we could just burn it all to the ground (laughs) uh alex what about you i thought it was interesting to see jackson because you don't see it in the game you stay at the dam really yeah oh wait so it's not in the first game it's not you you run into tommy and maria and everyone while they're at the dam and they're trying to get it fixed and this was my fun thing that i learned from the podcast uh the show's podcast was that the only reason you don't go to Jackson in the game is because they ran out of time and money. They they were planning on having you go to Jackson, but then they were like, <laughs> let's just keep it all at the dam, I guess. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you just see them at the dam and everything that you... Uh, every time that Joel interacts with Tommy is at the dam. So it was cool to see it in the show and yeah. have them get to experience that, like, potential, what life could be like. There's a fun call out that before leaving uh tommy and all of them tommy says like are you sure you don't want to stay they're going to be watching a movie tonight and then obviously (laughs) we get to see them watch a movie (laughs) in jackson so that was fun yeah that's very interesting so i mean i just i just you know kind of tipped on it a little earlier but so that means that jackson is kind of a main part of what's going to be happening um if we never got introduced to it the first game it seems to be coming back if it was already in the second game, I'm not going to speculate, you know, because I know you guys can't say anything. Sounds but... like you're speculating. Yeah, well, you know, um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Jill, what about you? What did you think about uh, Jackson and, and getting to see, uh, you know, 
a thriving town in the middle of an apocalypse. I mean, it looks like you guys kind of briefly touched on my first thoughts of it was I was going, is this a Woodbury scenario <laughs> where, you know, it's like this little little perfect oasis in the middle yeah. of literally nowhere. Um, so my first thought when I saw it, because I'm the pessimist, was, oh, this town's going down in flames. <laughs> I, this is... There's no way this this civilization is going to survive. It's post-apocalyptic. It's the contribute. So it's the trope that you get with these types of media, where this little quaint, happy little perfect town is not going to be a perfect town for much longer. So I'm already bracing myself for the probably certain uh, uh, clickers that are going to be making their way <laughs> into Jackson, making my way downtown, making my way. Except they're going. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so um but but it was nice to see you know i i think my favorite part of jackson was ellie's perspective of someone who has never experienced probably a movie before like something mm -hmm. we take for granted like she's she said in the past episodes this is my first time driving in a car you know so she probably hasn't seen like real life active electricity from a dam because she was like how does this work and joel was like i don't ask i don't i don't know I'm like neither do i or a buffet so, a we buffet a we buffet. don't even have those anymore we don't even have buffets those don't even exist in our timeline so um <clears throat> i enjoyed it but yeah i'm definitely waiting for the very probably evitable demise of the cute quaint little town my favorite thing that ellie found where she was like what is this it was the diary and she's like do girls only care about boys back then <laughs> yep <laughs> and she was like and she was like that must be nice that this was like all you cared about was like trivial things yeah. you know so really put it into perspective from where she was coming at it but brian yeah. what i the jackson it's your turn oh i would love living there <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks great. Like this I'm is like, the episode where you would survive. Yay! Uh -huh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, I probably would have gotten. I almost swore. Messed up by the monkeys. At, but that's he gets food poisoning. That's at the end. Yeah. That's at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I if I would have stepped foot in this town, my butt is planted firmly in the safest spot at all times. <laughs> it's not probably not even leaving the house Brian's unless it's to the buffet. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Brian's gonna be the sheep farmer. I yeah. love that, by the way. That Joel was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get." You're gonna live out Joel's sheep. fantasies, Brian. You're gonna be the sheep farmer. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'll run a petting zoo. Uh, but no, I mean the town is great, but like we said, it's it's 100% Woodbury. It's gonna go up in flames, and it's gonna be horrible. Although it was funny because I had wondered if. Uh, like the plant zombies, whatever could Poor survive. Sense. Yeah, could survive in the winter, and it seems like they clearly can. Like it's like cold doesn't bother. The them cold anyway. never bothered them anyway. <laughs> I know. I, I saw it and went for it. Uh, but yeah, no, the town itself, though. I mean. I was literally like, oh, yeah, but they don't have. Oh, no, they've got that. Oh, yeah. They, they, no, they've got that. So, yeah, I mean, who would? It's like an oasis. And we know how that goes in these type of shows. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
All right, before we get to Joel and Tommy, which I want to get to next, we did get a super chat from Tim Sim. Uh, Tim said, dropping by to say hi uh, to y'all, so I won't be here for long. All I'll say is several actors in this episode have delivered performances worthy of Emmys, which I honestly see as more worthy than Oscars. Uh, we're definitely going to get to that this scene that I'm sure series. everyone is talking about. Yeah. Um, so, like, we, we mentioned how Joel was very emotional when he saw Tommy for the first time. You know, they embrace, obviously, their brothers haven't seen each other in a long time. And they have their moments throughout the episode leading into that. We have the moment of uh, the bar where Joel pretty much cold shoulders Tommy after learning that, you know, he's married and he's going to become a father. Obviously, a very soft spot for Joel and uh, losing Sarah and, you know, maybe reacting a little too harshly. But it's the first chance he ever got to react that way, obviously, especially with his brother. What I found interesting is it's different a little bit later on, but immediately he said that Tess was okay when Tommy <sighs> asked about when Tommy asked about mm -hmm. Tess. It was an immediate just like, I don't want to talk about anything. She's fine. She's in Boston, etc. Um, it comes out later on. Uh, and it maybe made that scene later on even better having this moment. Um, and I don't have a brother, so I can't say. But it felt like a very kind of just like brotherly moment, even though it wasn't a good one, that they kind of had those reactions to each other. And I don't know if that's something that happens in the game or not, but I thought it was a very well done scene. Yeah, he kind of like slams his emotional doors by just like cutting that whole conversation yeah. off and being like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. And then later, yeah, it, it comes out. Yeah, it all, I mean, it all plays out fairly differently from the game besides just where it takes place. Uh, they, they do embrace for the first time. Joel kind of feels like Tommy might not be happy to see me, but he is. And that there's not a, nothing about uh, Tommy or Maria being pregnant. Uh, they do the whole like, yeah, we got married thing. But I did like Tommy setting up those stakes of like me leaving to go with you would be a huge deal uh, that I have to be more careful. But I, I think it, it plays out fairly differently, it, but in ways that I liked in the episode. Yeah, mm -hmm. it gives them all more character <clears throat> development, which I you need in a show like this. Mm -hmm. Brian, Jill. I mean, I took, because we talked about how the first thing he said with when Tess was mentioned that she was, he was like, oh, she's fine. Mm -hmm. I think he did that because he saw that Tommy was living in like such a happy little perfect world that he was like, I'm not going to ruin this moment. I'm yeah. going to pretend everything's fine because he know he's none the wiser. You know, I don't want to put a damper on this happy little parade he's having, but you know, as soon as, because this episode focused a lot on PTSD as well with a lot of, you know, Joel's anxiety attacks. Um, and I think as soon as Tommy mentioned that he was going to be a father, everything just kind of, reality kind of hit Joel and was like, here's the real tea. Like, and it kind of just spiraled from there. So I, it was, I, it was, I really enjoyed how they kind of played that whole aspect and it showed like like molly said a lot of character development was portrayed in this episode which i very much enjoyed always love a good character development moment mm -hmm. it's it, it's cool to see joel like joel knows what he and tommy have done in the past mm -hmm. but tommy's gotten past all that and worked through it and now he's like living a more cushy life mm -hmm. with a with a wife and a baby on the way 
and Joel's just like drinking himself to sleep every yeah. night. And so that's got to be hard for and siblings I mean, to see And I mean, that. Tommy was able to put up a makeshift memorial, you know, for, for Sarah and for uh, Maria's son. And so he was able to do that. And obviously he's, you know, he's still heartbroken about it, I'm sure, but he's able to move on. Joel can't even mention, he can't even mention Sarah without, understandably yeah. so. I- you know. I didn't. I didn't even think about the fact that Joel didn't even tell about Sarah. No, like, I had it, it never about even that. crossed my mind yeah. that Ellie didn't know about Sarah until it came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Tommy for a second. I was like, he was literally there. No, he was, there when, he was in the room. <laughs> when it happened. I know. So and and now there. you know Ellie <laughs> is just going to be thinking that from now on, like, yeah. oh, yeah. he just is doing this because he wants his daughter back. Yeah, like. That's got to be rough. I mean, there's so much going on, like so many different layers that it's just, it's almost even like hard to remember all the different things. I mean, you have Tommy and Joel. Now you have Joel with Ellie's relationship with Sarah and, uh, Tommy's fam starting a family and Joel not being happy about that. And it's just, there's so much going on, but like everyone still has their own issues. Like no one's like living in a happy, perfect mm-hmm. world. There's still stuff going on and every single person's either dealing with it. Well, <laughs> or, pushing it straight under with yeah which is what joel's doing clearly until a certain moment yeah yeah. when you focus in on a on a little town like this like we've seen this before a post-apocalyptic scenario where there's a little bubble town that's like supposedly doing great but then when the story gets to that point it becomes all about the people in that town and like it turns into a soap opera of like mm-hmm. who's betraying who, who's sleeping with who, who's doing this. Like it, like the desperate it, housewives. housewives. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> it becomes like a reality show almost, with just <laughs> focusing in closer on the relationships of everyone. Mm-hmm. 30, um, seconds, thirty minutes, thirty seconds. There's your timestamp. uh let's let's fast forward to the next tommy joel moment which is in a what i imagine is like a leather shop or some type of shoe shop we see joel somewhere manly joel's trying to fix boots because he's too he's too manly to ask for a new pair of boots and tommy you know brings him a new pair of boots and apologizes for what he said to him earlier and then we see one of pedro pascal's best acting moments in i don't know how long uh, he just completely breaks down about everything that has happened, tells Tommy what's happening, what has happened, and then just sheds the emotional you know skin that he's been holding on to for so long about he doesn't feel like he can hold on or protect her. He's not strong enough anymore. He's not the same person that he was anymore. Um, it was incredible. And I love these moments in TV and movies when cameras just sit on a character and that actor just goes for it. And it's like, couple minutes full of just dialogue and emotion is pouring out um it was it's one of the best moments of the entire series for me uh i don't know how important that is in the game but i thought this was so necessary for things that are happening currently with these characters um so bravo to pedro and the writers and everyone because this the scene was fantastic 
completely different from the game. Really? <laughs> in, in a, like, and in, in that this scene doesn't really exist. Oh, yeah. uh, but I, but it doesn't I, need to be there in the game because everything's so different. Well, I love what they did because it's all about yeah Joel's fears and fear of failure. Where we needed Joel to say that in the show, I don't think you need to say that in the game because you are you are Joel, and every mm-hmm. time you come up to something big and scary and terrifying you are feeling that like how am i going to do this and then you die that's eight fair. times that's fair. And eventually you do it uh but like every time you open a door and you're like this room is full of clickers god what do i do like i think that they do a good job of putting the player uh into that headspace of fear and anxiety but they needed a moment in the show where joel voices it like joel in the game is not really afraid of failure i don't think i mean he's afraid that he'll open himself up to ellie and that she might die and that's what he doesn't want but like you you kill hundreds of people and hundreds of zombies in the game and he's not like deaf and weak and falling asleep so they they kind of change just physically how he is uh for the show but again i think they did it for great reasons to to make him more vulnerable and just scared all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I love moments of char- like character moments like this, where the entire time we see him, he just has this shell. Like he has this wall. He's not showing the emotion. He's just like, I'm just doing this job so I can get this money. And then I'm doing it for tests. Like that's it. Only reasons why I like, he's just been a emotional block this entire series. And then, as soon as you know he sees his brother and they're he's finally he's finally comfortable enough to you know open up and pedro's like we said pedro's performance was just perfection because i felt it i was like i understand i get where you're coming from like it made it real because that's a that's a very like that's a valid fear you know i'm not good enough i'm not who i was you're you can do this instead of me she had to save me she's seen all this horrific stuff because of me you know like kind of mentality so it's but i like how after that he i know you're not at that point yet how after he had this conversation he started to warm up to ellie a little more like more of instead of just like a am escorting you kind of more of a little bit of a fatherly figure in a way um but yeah, this moment was 10 out of 10. We, I forget which episode it was. We saw a few episodes ago him talk about like, oh, we've heard the idea of vaccines before and that's never worked or that's never going to happen. And mm-hmm. so him coming to this town and seeing the potential of Ellie having a better life, of all of these people having better lives, if yeah. the vaccine was real, he's like, now's my chance. Like, I this this feels more real now Mm -hmm. and the stakes are higher like he he's just being in that town and seeing everyone kind of thriving i think that pushes him to to make that choice yeah i mean when he was talking to tommy uh before like the whole dialogue moment really happened he started off by saying she's immune you know i saw her and she's immune you could feel how serious he was whereas two three episodes ago he would say it, but there was question and kind of hesitancy towards it. 
you can feel the difference in Joel and kind of what he's been experiencing and seeing and obviously becoming a little bit closer to Ellie. Uh, you know, we'll talk about that scene, but that moment in the room with the two of them was like just a catapult for what's going to happen, obviously. Um, Brian, do you have any thoughts on that, on that scene between I mean, Tommy and... Most of it was sad. It's just, I almost got like, it was a little bit of his, his first sense of hope, kind of like a little bit where he was just like, maybe there is a chance that this could work. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's fast forward to the Ellie and Joel scene in the bedroom. Um, you know, after Ellie, we find out Ellie was, you know, overhearing the conversation between Joel and Tommy uh, they have a little bit of a conversation and, and Joel flat out tells her, you're going to go with Tommy. And she does not want any part of it. Um, and, you know, we have the mention about loss and Ellie goes right back at Joel and in in killing it. Bella Ramsey killing it in this moment. Um, just, you know, about how her family has left her. Everyone has either left her or died. And she knows everything about loss, just like him. And the only person that hasn't left her is him. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, when we wake up in the morning, it's changed Joel a little bit. Uh, and he gives Ellie a choice, as he always should have. Um, and in the best Ellie way, she chooses him right away. Uh, throws a bag. Let's go. Uh, Tommy's out of the picture, and they go on their little adventure. But, yeah, that, that moment between them in the bedroom. And I know that I've seen it on social media. Apparently, that's a big moment in, in this game, from what I understand. It's like a very, very big, important moment. So did it feel like it was stripped right from the game and put on television? I think it did. I mean, they talk about in the little after show thing that they tried to make that as close to the game as possible because yeah. it is such a big turning point. I, I would say yes too. There's that is one of the most memorable scenes in the game, and it, it it's one that I remember so vividly. The way that they read the lines, where it's like I couldn't even stop myself from comparing them. Where some of some of the lines they changed, and some of the deliveries were just a little different, and. Uh, I, I think I like some of the lines that they read in the game a little more, but it's not that like, that's just such a nitpick of nitpicks that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, but that it is like one of the most iconic scenes of the game. And I love, okay. I really love that. They kept uh, Bella saying everyone's died or left except fucking for you or yeah. Yeah. Like yep. the, it's read in a way that like fucking doesn't go there. That's not how you would think. <laughs> but they said that Ashley, when she was performing it for the game, that wasn't written in the script. She just inserted a fucking. And it sounds like uh, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds. She valid. threw that in there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that just feels so real. Like you're trying to yell at someone, and emotions are coming out. So like that's the delivery. So I'm glad they kept it as it was delivered that. and not as written. Well, it's perfect that. for the character too because. Yeah. Ellie's cursing every freaking oh three sentences. You know? Well, and she's a fourteen-year-old who grew up in the apocalypse. She's not going to know where f words go exactly. Like, no, <laughs> that's why. That's why during that dinner scene, Joel was like, "Ellie, mind your manners," and she was like, "Fuck off!" Like, what about this yeah. girl over here? Like, she doesn't know. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I was like so pissed at Joel in that moment where he is like just the fact that she says Sarah's name and is like, you have nothing, you have no idea about loss. And I'm like, Joel, listen, Joel, do you hear the words that you're saying right now? Come on. Come Joel, on. Do you realize you live in an apocalypse and you're probably not the only person in the world? Yeah, who's he's the only loss? one who's lost someone. It's just he me. Lived, he lived half of his life in a normal life. Like mm-hmm. she's lived her, 
all of her life in this crap hole of yep. a world. Yep. And she, <laughs> I mean, similar to Joel expressing his fears, that was her fear, was everyone I've been with has died or has left me, and now you're doing exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's afraid of. So they both came to this catalyst of literally facing their fear head on, metaphorically and literally, because they, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, so many impactful scenes in this episode. Did- it reminded me of the moment, was it the last episode, when she's talking to... Uh, oh my god, I forgot the little boy's name. Sam. Already. Sam. Sam. And he's like, when are you afraid? Or like, what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. And she writes, like, ending up alone. Yeah. And yeah, it just connects back to that, which I mm-hmm. like. So this is, I think, for Brian and Jill, because obviously Molly and Alex know, but did either of you have any kind of feeling of that Tommy and Ellie were actually going to go and Joel would have had to like track him down. No, okay. no. If anything, I thought that Tommy would go with them, but I was like, there's no way Joel's yeah. not going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same. Okay. Just I curious. just in my mind imagined Joel at that scene, Tommy just being like, Oh, thank God. Well, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that and, and Tommy kind of be in the moment, almost being like the big brother, like good decision, bro. Yeah. Like, good decision, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of like a grow up moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love that right before he leaves, Joel's like, mm, can I have your gun? I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I already said The gun yes. that he talks about, and he's like, had the gun the whole time. And Joel's like, I need to take that off your hands. <laughs> um, and then we get the funny moment between the two of them uh, of Joel trying to teach her how to shoot the gun. She can't hit the target, and Joel hits it. Uh, but let, let's jump ahead to the University of Colorado. And, you know, they're obviously going to find the Fireflies. They travel a week towards the university, and... We get there. It's abandoned. It's full of monkeys. Uh, and they run into some raiders. Um, I want to start with Alex and Molly in this one because this is a big change from the game. And I've seen the online chatter about this. Uh, what did you think about this scene? How it all ended up? And did you like the change that they made? Can we wait? Sorry. I don't know. I haven't dived into what is the change that people were freaking out over? I will let you know people were freaking out over oh, this. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I... No, no, no. You're you're fine, Brian. You're fine. Um, the the main it, change I... is the way that he he gets stabbed, essentially. Oh, I thought it was the change. <laughs> yeah, he's entered school well, stuff. <laughs> what what's different about the school, though, Alex? The school, not much. I mean, they. I think the only difference I caught in the school was how they find out where the fireflies went next. That they're like, oh, we got to go to Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, on, in the game, oh. it's a recording. Mm. like that that's the only difference and then the raiders I, come i thought the change was the like school stuff i didn't realize it was no so yeah, brian in the game hard. just no. a little bit so there's from what i understand that there was like some scenes you had to fight some raiders he was fighting a raider he gets pushed off a second story in oh dear. the school and he falls on a piece of rebar that goes through him Oh yeah, he gets and, like impaled. Yeah, he gets oh. impaled from the backside as he falls down, and in this sense, he's fighting someone outside, and he gets stabbed with the bat. Oh, but I was saying about the whole online conversation. Um, I've seen people a little upset that there wasn't more action, and it was just he was only fighting one person. Because I guess you fight a lot of raiders in the game. Yeah, throughout well, the they, entire game. Yeah, okay. like they. Yeah, they they. I think that that change makes sense because they wanted to fill most of this episode with 
character development stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's just get straight to the point of Joel gets really badly injured. Yeah. And now what does Ellie do? Yeah. I, I, I think throughout the entire game or the entire series, a lot of the action has been made a little bit smaller, except for uh, all of the clickers, the, the horn at, at the <laughs> cul-de-sac. The yeah. That was bigger. But for the most part, I think they've been very smart of like, we can, we don't have to have Joel kill 20 people in a row. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what the game is. Like anytime a raider, a group of raiders shows up, it's just so many. And You're just sneaking Joel around breaking murder machine. Yeah. Hit streak. <laughs> Just flash across the street. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, which, okay, I did... The one guy Joel kills, like, that felt very much out of the game. Like, get him in a headlock and then mm-hmm. crack their neck. Like, that's that's from the game. But I'm like, he just talked about how he's feeling weak and he's mm-hmm. afraid yeah. he's going to fail. It's like, it doesn't make sense to have that scene and then have him just, like... Throw murder. against 20 dudes. Yeah, so <laughs> there's one person... I was kind of like, are they going to do the rebar thing where he, <laughs> yeah, he falls a, an entire story land and is impaled. But that, if that happened, people would have been like, there's no way he survives that. He would not and have survived yeah. this yeah. reality. Story. Like, In no the way. video game, you're getting shot left and right. And you just like bandage that up real quick. No problem. <laughs> yeah. So you just it, take some Advil and you're fine. Yeah. It's like the Resident Evil games. I'm missing my arm. Let me just put some liquid on it. We're good. Everything's exactly. I, I watched the video game comparison. It came up on my on my TikTok. And I love that when he fell immediately, he just goes, Ellie, just pick me up. Grab me. Let's go. Like, oh, I'm like, dude, you're like, you're stuck on rebar. Like, it's got to hurt. <laughs> it's that's well, just a game mechanic thing. People complain about that with Star Wars games too like oh Cal is mowing down animals uh left and right like if this was a TV show he wouldn't be doing that it's just yeah. a or the mechanic. light it takes two hits to kill a stormtrooper versus one <laughs> like and, uh, yeah I I mean I didn't play the game so I can't say it but to me that doesn't seem like that big of a deal it's not <laughs> like, it's, not, I don't, like yeah. it's not realistic are people I mean, genuinely it, like that if the characters that, wind up in the same place so that's all that matters yeah. it, it, it always worries me when people are clamoring for more violence why hmm. this is violent. Yeah, I want more it's order a show, 66 like the apocalypse already happened the violent like we don't need more violence yeah, but, um, yeah violence I mean it makes more sense violence. it makes more sense for him to beat one person get stabbed at it and run away from the others rather than to beat 10 and run away from another 10 like it just kind of makes sense that way um yeah games it's hard to adapt every single piece of video game to screen um i didn't have a problem with it i didn't play the game but i thought it i mean i know that in that moment when you're adrenaline dressing because you obviously don't feel it when you're on joel's side and ellie's like uh dude and he looks down and you have a freaking baseball bat handle on your stomach and he just pulls it right out like no problem. I was um, I, when he did that. I was like, "That is literally rule number one." <laughs> yeah, leave it in. I was like, I was, "Pack it with snow and leave it alone." You I survived so this confused. long, and the first thing you do is pull it. Yeah. No, you should know yeah. not to do this, Joel. Yeah, I was so confused because I was expecting him to get impaled. I was like, "Wait, did that guy impale him with a baseball bat?" What? <laughs> Molly thought the whole bat went through him. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? That's not how baseball works. Right through. <laughs> um, crying in baseball. 
And and look, from there, the episode ends very quickly. We see Joel and Ellie uh, riding away on the horse. Um, Ellie just firing off shots left and right. And we fast forward to them riding along a train track. And Joel falls off the horse. Looks like he's dead. Um, and the episode ends. So uh, it ends with a little bit of a bang. You know, obviously, it's in question of what's happening to Joel here, especially for us who... Don't play the game. I, I'm not going to lie. It crossed to my head. Oh, my God. Does Joel actually die this soon? Like, does he actually die? Um, but I know that's probably not going to be the case. So. Well, uh, in the game, uh, after this all happens, you start playing as Ellie, and Joel is gone. Oh, really? Sure. And you're like, what the heck? <laughs> what happens? Interesting. Uh, oh, okay. So, take right. with that what you will. Oh, God. Well, hmm. fun. Now my head's just spinning. I know. Well, because it's, it's, I'm, and I'm curious because, I mean, we've seen, well, yes, they've stuck very closely to the, the source material. They have drifted off as well. So anything could really happen, you know? So it's always that fun little, where are they going to go with this? What are they going to do? So. I loved the preview for the next episode. I know we're not done talking about this one yet. I <sighs> did not, it did not, the little after thing and the preview did not show for me. So I haven't seen it. I haven't, oh. I didn't watch it. Well, do you guys want to know? We don't, I mean, we don't have to talk about it. But... <laughs> Whatever. It's not like a spoiler or anything. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to so... be a spoiler if they showed it at the end of the episode. It, from what I understand, it's the DLC from the game and it's when Ellie got bit. Yeah, we're going backwards, so we're, just, oh, we're getting a flashback. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. And we we've it. seen that in shows or oh, even movies no. before, where where uh, you know, like a character is knocked out, and someone has to tend to that character, and they take that episode to like tell a different story. We've seen that in tons of stuff before, so mm -hmm. I don't know if it's gonna be the full episode, but I'm excited to see her back. Uh, what did she say? It happened in a library. I think it was what she said. No, the mall. Or a mall. A mall. So um, we're for sure finding out who she killed. If it if happened, then yeah. If it, if it happened, then yeah. It's for who, sure. What, when, so it, it looks like it'll be a Joel-less episode, possibly, and focus on all. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset you know if I, the entire episode is the flashback. Yeah. I mean, we have we have three more, so it it wouldn't. I don't think it would hurt it at all. Yeah. She's for sure killing one of her friends. <laughs> That's for sure happening. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Wow. So is it sad. because is it because you're the friend, Brian? Is that how you die in this episode? You're the friend. No. Well, well, because we talked about it. She said, "I've killed." Who said I haven't killed someone before? I Ray. And then, <laughs> didn't she say she went to the mall with a friend or something at some point or whatever? And the friend got effed up or something. I don't remember. I don't. I don't, I I don't know if she said she time. went with someone. I don't remember if she said that she went directly with someone. She told Tess that she went to the mall by herself. Yeah. Oh. Yes. That's yes. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. Someone's getting shot next week. Liza it's like you're looking forward to it, Brian. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I well, I think Ellie's got like a dark, like backstory that I'm really curious to see. I mean, she clearly does, obviously. And uh, the mall so. is in the QZ. Is that correct? Do we know? Like, it's boarded up, 
it's attached okay. to the QZ. Like Tess said yeah. something about like that mall that we're not supposed to. Yeah, go that's in that's why I asked if it if it was connected to the QZ because if it was connected, I would obviously imagine it wouldn't include clickers. But if it's not, I imagine they're running into clickers. So well, she, um, it's telling the story of her getting. I'm not just saying one though, Brian. Yeah. I'm saying like multiple. Uh, I'm saying it's like it's not like, a it's not a safe place. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean. I, I love what's happening now, but obviously that's a moment we've been waiting to see from the very beginning because after learning that she was obviously bit for us who didn't play the game, um, I think it's a great time to tell it. Like, if they're going to tell a flashback, why not tell it when Joel's passed out on the ground? So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. This, that's going to be a good episode. And it's an odd <laughs> yeah. one, so it makes sense. Or it's all Joel's <laughs> fever dream. He has been dreaming like crazy, and he said he's been Ooh. failing in his dreams. He's been failing in his dreams, so who <laughs> knows? Um, all right, any final thoughts, guys, before we wrap it up today? Any final thoughts on episode six, uh, episode kin before we head out? I saw a couple people mention Shimmer. Is that the name of the horse? That's the horse game, yeah. Cute name, and in the show, yeah. It's a very get your sheep together, Jake. Sorry, (laughs) wrangle your sheep. (laughs) Sorry, uh, yeah, okay. That's I that was gonna be my question is who the hell is Shimmer? Uh, it's the horse. I swear yeah. to God, if we see Shimmer die at one point, I'm gonna be so upset. I, I would be so that too. upset. I that. I mean, I was already like mm, uncomfortable with the were they rabbits or foxes or whatever that they kept showing the rabbits, the, the white rabbits. Yeah. Rab- yeah. yeah, it's like okay, we get it. They're dead animals. <laughs> okay, we get it. Neat. I loved. I will just say, I I think honestly though, like. Oh, I mean, it's hard to obviously pick the emotional stuff, but I loved that couple at the beginning. That was, I was. Oh, I did laughing. too. Oh, yeah, yeah Jill, Jill, you were here for Jill, that. You were right, here for yeah. that. I was, but I, they were great. I want more was, of them. I know. She, you fed them? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you lie did you to lie him? To no. Are you lying, Are you to, lying me? to me? <laughs> <laughs> she was just happy to have some company. Yeah. Uh, Finally, someone else besides your husband. Because you know that's exactly like what. uh, Oh crap, Fred? No, what was the husband? Frank. Frank. Frank would be doing the same exact thing. Like, look, friends. Like we made. Well, he did. He did do the same thing with Joel. I know, and that's what I'm saying. It just made me laugh because it's like here's another example of people that are just kind of like. I'm so bored. Like it's just nice to see other people. Yeah. So yeah, no, I love the, the beginning made me laugh way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, that's going to wrap up our last of us discussion for today. Thank you to everyone who's been watching live. If you watch back on the replay, make sure to leave your thoughts on the episode in the comments. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, and we'll do some quick little plugs before we wrap it up today. I'll start with Alex. Alex, where can everyone find you online? Over on Star Wars Explained, uh, we'll be live streaming tomorrow to talk about The Bad Batch episode 10 at 6 p.m. Eastern. Perfect. Jill? Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's, Twitter and Instagram. You can also catch all five of us this Friday on another episode of Happy Hour with Jill and Molly, where we are playing the newlywed game, and it's going to be a treat. Are Jake and Ryan on a team? Jake is married now. I'm the I'm the only actually newlywed on this show. He is the so. only actual newlywed. Yeah. yeah. But Brian is hosting. Forever single. 
forever the host. <laughs> Don't say uh, that. <laughs> I'm three for three. Uh, well. Let's see. Uh, as the church bells go off. Uh, be of all seen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, come join my book cult on Goodreads. It's just my name. Uh, Apocflix movies in an hour. If you want to talk spoilers for Ant-Man. And I think that's it. And happy hour Friday. I can't wait. I love it. Because I get to stir up the crap and no one can get mad at me for What it. are we going to argue about this time? Is it going to be toilet paper <laughs> rolls? Is it going to be Taco Bell orders? What's it going to uh, be? <laughs> I, I've already found, we already had Jake clip out a clip of Alex starting a fight in the, the group. So, <laughs> so over toilet good. paper. Uh, he was Molly. so proud of himself too. <laughs> Look what I did. Molly, go ahead. Uh, you can find me at Molly Damon on Twitter, Molly Mander on Instagram. Like he said, Star Wars explained for Star Wars things. Uh, we're live streaming tomorrow. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Yeah, uh, TikTok. Molly's been making a lot of dumb ways to die videos. I've been <laughs> I've been thriving over on TikTok, and it's been uh-huh. super fun. So follow us there. That's what happens when Star Wars it follows you. Uh, I'm like, oh myself, crap! I gotta post TikToks now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, myself at Qui Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Apocalypse Movies with Brian. Um, we'll be live on Friday for happy hour, and our main show is live every Monday evening at six o'clock Pacific. Check out the Patreon; a lot of cool things happening over there. We're doing a Hunger Games trivia this weekend, so look out for that. Uh, again, everyone watching, we thank you, appreciate it. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys next time.